Welcome to the podcast series A Tasteful Story by Le Cordon Bleu Paris. In this podcast, we take a look behind the scenes of Le Cordon Bleu Paris through the testimonies and experiences of its alumni. My name is Alina Fintinanu. I'm 33 years old. I was born in Romania, but I lived for 22 years in Canada and I was a student at Le Cordon Bleu Paris. I've been aware of Le Cordon Bleu for a long, long time. I mean, it's a world-renowned culinary institute for a reason. And the reason I started looking into it is because I was on a very big baking show in Canada. And after that, one of my developing dreams was to become a pastry chef. So I figured of all places in the world where I could do that, number one, Paris, which is the mecca of pastry. And if I'm going to move to Paris to learn it here, there is, in my opinion, no better school than Cordon Bleu. The first time that I came to Paris, honestly, it was just a dream come true because I've been watching, I mean, it's Paris. I've been watching all these movies and, you know, I had expectations of what it would be like and, and how the people would be. And it was just, I felt like I came home in a way. For some reason, Canada, to me, maybe because I was born in Europe, never really felt as familiar as Eastern Europe ever always did. And when I came to Paris, it was just everything, the whole vibe and the mentality and, and everything about it, the culture, the history felt very much like I was, I was home. I was instantly comfortable. The atmosphere in Paris is to me like a dream. So to me, it felt very familiar. Uh, people are a little more slow paced in a really great way. So there's a lot more work-life balance. They enjoy their time. They socialize. You see people at brasseries all the time and having a glass of wine. And it's just, it's a slower pace of living. And I really, really like that. There are a million things to do and see, so you could never possibly get bored. There are people here from all over the world, so you'll always meet interesting people. It's just, I, I, it's hard to say any minuses, to be honest with you. Paris is Paris. So when I applied for the Cordon Bleu, I was very, very interested in the pastry course. Um, I wanted to see how long it would take, if I could combine it with other courses, and all of them were an option. But that was my number one focus. And then I decided to explore maybe boulangerie or grand diplôme or that sort of thing after. But pastry was truly my focus. And I loved how many options Cordon Bleu had. It was, especially nowadays, people are more into, you know, even vegan baking, gluten-free. And, um, you know, if you want to specialize in bread, if you want to specialize in cooking, if you want to do all of it, um, in, into management, into just any goals you could possibly have, there was a program for it. There was an option for it. All you have to do is just say yes. So before coming to Cordon Bleu, I was completely self-taught. So I started teaching myself how to bake when I was, you know, in my teenage years. I didn't have any formal training whatsoever. So everything that I knew and I had learned was kind of on my own skin and through my own mistakes. Um, the only major experience that I had was basically from being on the baking show in Canada, but I had no formal training whatsoever. Uh, I was also fairly interested in the uh, management courses that they offered because I would like at some point to maybe open a restaurant or a pastry shop. And I love that it was an option to learn about that and about the business side of things, if that was something I was envisioning for myself. Being in the Cordon Bleu, a typical day, honestly, I, I would wake up very early in the morning with a huge smile on my face, and that's exactly how I would come back home. Uh, it was just an absolute dream come true. I would have these beautiful little walks across the river, seeing the Eiffel Tower. So, I mean, God, you really feel like you're in Paris. <laughs> And then the school itself is modern and beautiful and the chefs are outstanding and super, super professional and experienced. You just, you know, as soon as you walk in the doors that you're in a very professional place, that you're going to get a good education, that you're in extremely experienced hands. You're going to meet people from all over the world because, you know, there's so many Le Cordon Bleus all over the world, but, you know, people like to come to the flagship, of course. So I got to meet people from, you know, Singapore and India and Russia and all over the world. 
and the opportunity to make amazing friends, to learn from extremely distinguished chefs. It was just every single day was extraordinary. And every day I woke up feeling very lucky to be where I am. The amazing thing is that after school ended, we, we absolutely kept in contact. We're even planning trips together, which is fantastic. I really feel like I made long-term friendships here. Um, we have WhatsApp groups that we talk in. Uh, we help each other if we have issues with baking, if we had questions. So now we have an amazing resource to kind of keep on coming back to and asking questions. I think while I was here, especially being surrounded by people who were passionate about food and not only pastry, but also cuisine and everything like that, kind of opened my eyes a little bit more to, you know, plating and different dishes, different meats and how to cook them. And I would hear from my friends because my friends weren't only in pastry. I had a lot of friends that were doing Grand Diplôme. So they could tell me about, you know, what they cooked today in class and what they were making in the uh, in the management courses. And it was just, uh, it really opened my eyes up to the world of culinary. I almost had a little bit of a regret that I didn't take the uh, the cuisine ones as well because it seemed very, very interesting. And all the ateliers that were always happening in the school, you could kind of peek around and see what was going on. So it wasn't just your specialty that you were learning. If you took the time to look around, to talk to people, you got all sorts of feedback and information about cooking and all sorts of other skills that you could be doing, bread, everything. I thought the instructors, honestly, I, I can't say anything better. They were absolutely fantastic. We had all sorts of niche questions, like where, where it came to things, not only about, you know, the actual recipe itself, but about the chemistry behind it. And they just, it didn't matter how difficult and tricky and, and specific of a question we asked they would absolutely know exactly what each ingredient was doing. Why is this in the recipe? What does this change about the texture, about the final product? So the amount of knowledge and experience that I felt that the instructors had was second to none. I thought there was, and almost for fun, I, you know, I would try to come up with <laughs> all sorts of questions to see, maybe they won't know this. And they knew everything. There was not one question that they ever could not have an answer for. Not to mention they were extremely professional. They were helpful. They were kind. Um, we had translators in class, so I was able to even kind of work on my French because they would speak in French, then it would be translated into English. So it was like cooking classes, baking classes, French classes, all at the same time for, from supremely experienced teachers. Si vous voulez, je peux dire un petit peu en français aussi. Je me déménageais ici juste au, au début du programme, mais uh, c'est très important pour moi d'apprendre la langue si je suis ici. Et j'ai choisi uh, une partenaire pour mon cours uh, qui parle qui, aucune, uh, aucune anglais. <laughs> uh, donc, c'est un petit peu plus difficile pour moi, mais uh, j'ai appris uh, plus vite. Et uh, après le cours, après j'ai reçu ma diplôme, j'ai pris uh, quelques des français aussi et ça continue c'est important pour moi c'est important pour uh, devenir courant si c'est possible i've been here since april since april of 2023 so my course was six months it was very very intensive um and i decided to stick around because i mean if you're in paris I, it's one of those like once in a lifetime opportunities and i just wasn't ready to leave so uh, i'm still here for a little while until basically we'll see what happens I definitely got to participate with events in the school. I really like to be involved in everything. So any opportunity that I had to go to special events was amazing. The one that I remember the most fondly was for the Alliance Française. They had a really, really big event and the school made an incredible centerpiece for it. And we had, everybody was welcome if you wanted to help, if you wanted to network and socialize. Uh, the people that were there, all the guests were extremely thrilled to have us there. And the desserts that we came with were very appreciated. So there were always opportunities to get involved and to get to know people, to see more of Paris. 
which was really, really special for me. I really enjoyed that part. Every single day was a blessing to be here. I think maybe some of my favorite moments is I, I tend to be a very, uh, very passionate and very emotional person. And I recall having some demonstration classes, including some of the very first ones where I would just watch the chef preparing what he was doing. And he couldn't see this, thank God. But I would just, you know, like a single tear would like roll down my cheek because it was so beautiful. And just the, the mastery that they had and the control that they had over the ingredients and the recipes and the confidence and the fact that I got to, to be here to learn from people that were so masterful at their craft and so skilled and dedicated was just every day was outstanding. Um, the friendships that I made and all the way up until the graduation, the graduation day was just a dream come true. And we were all dressed up and to walk across that stage and to get the, the beautiful hat and to feel such, a, such an accomplishment. I think it was all just a culmination of a million wonderful moments along the way. So maybe the graduation day was a, a bittersweet moment, but a beautiful one. I think being at the school itself, as long as you come in here with, you know, an open mind and an open heart and you intend to meet people, that's exactly what's going to happen. So you're going to meet people just being here from all over the world. Every single country you can imagine, you're going to meet somebody here and 100% you're going to make a ton of friends. So already to begin with, just being here at this particular location means that you're going to meet people from all over the world. With the chefs as well, I formed quite close relationships because I held them in very high, high regard. And I was able to even keep in contact with some of them. So if I had some sort of baking projects, if I had questions about that sort of thing, they were always more than eager to help me. And they offered their help readily, which was wonderful because, you know, to be honest, they weren't obligated. Once I graduated, I'm no longer a student. They don't have to do anything. But they were always, and this was the case for everybody else that I ever spoke to as well, any previous students, the chefs were always willing to help, even if you had already graduated. The events that they had either at the school where they had ateliers or um, events that were organized here or outside of the school were always amazing. People were thrilled to have us be present for anything. Uh, there was another one that was quite a highlight at the Salon de Patisserie that was back in the summer and the school was doing demonstrations there. I remember Chef Bichon was doing a demonstration and Chef Danielle. And, uh, we, you know, we were able to, to go there and uh, volunteer or at least support the school. So there were always things to do. There was never a shortage of, of events or um, things that you could participate in. So you got to meet truly anybody you ever wanted. You had a chance to meet Ed, as well as uh, they even had guest pastry chefs that would come in. Um, I remember in Superior Pastry, we had demonstrations from a chef d'honneur. Uh, at the graduation, we had a, a chef that actually I kept the contact with, Chef Lecha, who is an outstanding pastry chef. And it was just... Um, as, as long as you had the willingness and as long as you wanted to meet people, there are a million and one opportunities to do that. Do you know, the amazing thing is that you don't realize how much you're learning until you try it in your own kitchen. My experience before Cordemba going into my own kitchen was a series of unfortunate events. That's how I would call it. <laughs> so <laughs> I would quite literally mess everything up and make every single mistake you can imagine until the dessert or whatever I was trying to do would turn out properly. And oftentimes I would learn a lot from my mistakes, but I wouldn't necessarily know what I did wrong and where I went wrong. And it was just a lot of trial and error. Whereas the first time that I tried baking after I had graduated, I didn't really pay attention to it. But after, after a moment, I think I was, I was making some sort of cream. And I realized that I just felt when it was right. I knew when it was ready. I knew the texture that I was looking for. I could taste it and I, I knew what I was looking for in terms of, of texture, of unctuousness, in terms of, 
identifying whether something had gone wrong, if it had jellified properly, if like all the things that you learn along the way really come apparent when you try to do it yourself. And don't get me wrong, I still make mistakes, especially when I'm trying to make something new, but they are very few and far between. So I can feel the confidence when I'm in my own kitchen and when I just have the sense of, it's like an inner peace of sorts where even if something goes wrong, which really it doesn't go wrong very often anymore, I know where I went wrong. I can figure it out. I can fix it. It's no big deal. I know what I'm looking for. I know when something's baked properly, when it's cooked properly, when I've done it right, when it's the right texture. And it's just this building block of confidence that I feel like I've I've really assembled along the way. And you can really feel it. You can really feel that. The moments when I really have to get out of my comfort zone is when I'm chasing my biggest dreams. My biggest dreams are in TV, which is something that, I mean, is very, very difficult to get into, very difficult to be successful at and, and get renowned at. Um, there was a project that I did very recently, which really pushed me to my limits. And it tested everything that I had learned in school because I tried to make a dessert that was most likely the most, I would say, the most complicated one I've made yet. And it had to be technically perfect, aesthetically perfect. It tested my plating. I think when I really, when I'm pushing myself in situations that scare me and that push me to my limits in terms of my personal and patisserie skills, that's where I really feel everything that I've learned along the way. And I am that much more grateful for having come here. If I had any advice for anybody who wanted to come to Cordon Bleu, I mean, I may be a little biased because God knows I loved it here, but you absolutely should. If you're passionate about baking, if you'd like to live in Paris and you have that sort of opportunity, I don't regret a single second. Truly, I don't. This was one of the most extraordinary, wonderful, unforgettable, life-changing periods of my entire life. And I say this because last year when I was here was arguably one of the most difficult years of my life for many, many reasons. And being here at Cordon Bleu was the light of my life. I'm trying, I'm going to try not to cry while I say this, but it was truly the light of my life that I was here. It was, it was extraordinary. It was extraordinary. And if you are passionate about baking, if you would like to learn more, if you'd like to live in where the heart of baking is, really immerse yourself into it. This is the place to be. This is where you have to be. If there was any regret, and you're going to think this is funny, any regret that I have after school, it's that I didn't do more. <laughs> I would have liked to do boulangerie. So I would say if I could turn back the clock after having finished pastry, I would have taken boulangerie because so many of my friends took it. And I was having the biggest FOMO, the biggest fear of missing out because I could see the incredible pastries they were doing. And bread, I mean, if you ask anybody, bread is my Achilles heel. That's my weakness. That's, spoiler alert, what got me eliminated on Bake Off. And if I could turn back the clock, I would do more. I would stay here longer. I would do a boulangerie. And I would actually even do an internship here. So they had an internship pathway. Unfortunately, I decided too late that I wanted to do that. So if that's something that you would consider, especially if you'd like to work somewhere in Paris afterwards and that sort of thing, the school can help with that. I would probably do the internship pathway with boulangerie at the end as well. So basically more. <laughs> So what's next for me? Um, I am in full TV mode at the moment. I literally just came back from Romania. Uh, I was doing a, um, there was a really, really big culinary show that is there. It's similar. I, I can't say the name because I signed a lot of non-disclosure agreements, but you will see it in a month or two when it airs. Um, but it's similar to Top Chef, Master Chef, that sort of thing. And uh, I was able to go there and I was able to prepare something. And um, I can't say too much, but it went, I think, very, very well. 
And the amazing thing is that if it's well received by the public, I think it can open a lot of doors for me in a field that is very competitive to get into. But I think especially having gone to Cordon Bleu, and that was an extraordinary thing, and I hope they air it, as soon as they heard that I went here, they knew exactly what it was. They, they, they knew the renown. They knew that it was world-renowned. They, they were just, there was no explanation necessary. So as soon as they found out that I had gone here, like no further questions kind of thing. So what I'm doing right now is I'm really pushing forward with my TV dreams. Um, I also have a, um, a TV show that I have come up with the concept of. I'm really hoping to hear back. We'll see if that works out. So I'm basically trying to put my eggs in as many baskets as possible. My ultimate dream is to become a personality and a pastry chef on TV. And in order to do that, Cordon Bleu was instrumental for me. So I did some research into other pastry chefs that were on TV or self-taught or otherwise. And I discovered that about 77% of them had formal training. And that was why I started looking into the Cordon Bleu because I like to think eight steps ahead. And if that's what I want, how do I build myself up to get to that level and to be everything that they might be looking for? So that's why culinary school is very important for me, not to mention the techniques and the technical knowledge and everything that I have learned along the way, which is invaluable, of course. I'd love to judge baking shows and the chefs have taught me what to look at and about the balance of flavors, about textures, about um, everything being in an equal equilibrium. So that helps me with hopefully judging at some point and my own dishes as well. So everything for me kind of builds up to where I want to be. And Cordon Bleu was instrumental in forming me into what I envision myself to be in the future. I think, honestly, if this is something that you're thinking about, if you're passionate about baking, if you have this opportunity and this, this is something that's an option for you, you will not regret it. I don't, I don't think I've met even one person. God knows I've met many because I was very, very social while I was here. I basically, uh, I feel like I bloomed when I was here. I'm, believe it or not I'm, not, I'm not a very social person. But here, being surrounded by people who love baking as much as you do, it's like baking camp level over 9,000. <laughs> That's a Dragon Ball Z reference, by the way. I'm a big nerd. <laughs> but if you want to be surrounded by people of all ages, of, from all over the world, if you want to socialize, if you want to learn French, if you want to live in Paris, which is something that, you know what, when I'm 85, when I'm in a rocking chair, I'm going to remember that I did this. I, I have zero regrets. I can't promise the same for you, but God knows I have zero regrets. It was outstanding. The amount of things that I've learned, like I said, all I wish is that I had stayed even longer. So do it. You absolutely should. If this is something that factors into either what you want for yourself professionally you know, maybe inner growth and development and that sort of thing. It was worth every single second and it was just an absolute dream. So, yeah. Thank you for listening to A Tasteful Story, a podcast from Le Cordon Bleu Paris. And see you next month for the next episode. Until then, subscribe to our podcast so you never miss one of our tasteful stories. For more information on Le Cordon Bleu Diplomas, please visit our website at cordonbleu.edu slash Paris and all of our social media accounts.